For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts, and we are moving on on cornerback week. We are on the third pairing before we drop our top five rankings for the 2023 cornerback class. The pairing that we have today after doing Eli Ricks, Keely Ringo, Clark Phillips, and Garrett Williams, today is now Cam Smith from South Carolina and Cam Hart from Notre Dame. Ryan consistently is a little bit of a hack for for pairing guys based on silly little similarities <laughs> this one makes sense joe did, they're both did you do it i know i asked you i asked you yesterday yeah. but did, did yeah. this have anything to do with them having the same name it, it does not it did not so i mean the, the easy the easy pairing that we did to start the week was keely ringo yeah. yeah and eli ricks that was an easy one yesterday i wanted of course to do clark phillips from utah who was a big fan of the show by the way but I needed to find somebody that had a similar body type to him. And there's not a ton of sub six foot corners in this class. So that's why Garrett Williams was a part of the conversation. And today, I mean, who else are we going to do, Joe? I mean, like there's some other interesting players like the Caillou Blue Kelly kid, Joey Porter Jr. But I think that these two kind of stand out as far as, far as in this class. And they're both similarly sized guys. So stop overanalyzing things well, is, is to, be, to be fair Kit Cam Hart's a little bigger than well, Cam Smith well yes but all right so the only other thing I could have done was pair Keely Ringo with Cam Hart because they're like the exact same size but, yeah, but yes. the talent level is vastly vastly different I wouldn't say vastly different a little different though but yes we'll uh, get into that by the way I have to say props to the the Notre Dame sports information department for actually mm-hmm. putting accurate full measurements on guys heights instead of rounding up like every other school does like we actually got like a six two and change as his listed as his listed size more 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 schools are starting to do that joe you know which which is a fun school which is it's going to sound weird because i never thought i would mention uconn on this show except for like a travis jones but uconn is super specific you should go look at their site they like go to like the quarter of an inch on players and stuff like seven eighths of an inch like they go to the fraction of an inch on their site for like the measurements. And they, they list it like scouts would, they do like six zero seven one instead of like six, two and a half or whatever it is, you know, which is kind of cool. I got I guess you got to do what you have to do to get attention on your guys as prospects. When most of them are in fact, not prospects. They they got Jim Moore jr. Okay. It's turning around over there. It's turning around. Yeah. They they also have really great coverage from their sports illustrated site. Uh, Let's get into it. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Let's get into it before we do though. Uh, we have today is Thursday when the show is dropping. We've got the first full week of preseason games. 
And if you are sick of betting on baseball like me and you want to bet on these preseason games, you got to go to Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and even uh, with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts all right ryan talking about cam smith first from south carolina what do you okay. got on him on his on his background yeah, um, so I actually have a, a decent amount on this one, Joe. So he was a pretty highly recruited kid. I think consensus, consensus four-star is what I had across every major pl- uh, recruiting platform. He was ranked as the number 150 overall player by the 247 Sports Composite Ranking, which Composite Ranking takes all the recruiting rankings together, and it kind of averages everything out. So 150 will tell you that he was a pretty highly recruited kid. He has kind of had the weight his turn a little bit. I mean, when he first came in, obviously he's behind guys like J.C. Horn and Israel McQuamu and all those types of guys. So he saw a little bit of time his first year, but he also only played in three games. Redshirt freshman year in 2020, I think he made three starts. So he played a little bit, but he was dealing with a leg injury at some point during the season. So 2021 was really his breakout season. He was named All-SEC by Associate Press, fourth-team All-SEC by Phil Steele, Led the team, I believe, with 14 pass breakups and three interceptions last year. So he was a highly productive player. And a quick note here, Joe. Ready? So mm-hmm. I checked in because this is the best part about what we do is we always have some good connects after interviews and all that good stuff. So there was a former South Carolina cornerback that you know I was a pretty b- big fan of. And when you he was still talk out. to. And I still talk to J.C. Horn. So I messaged J.C. I texted him earlier in the year or a few months ago, I should say. And I asked him about Jaheim Bell, and I asked him about Cam Smith, just like what he what his opinion of it were. So he told me Cam is very athletic. He's going to test pretty good, which tells me JC's telling me that he's not as athletic as him, which I also agree. <laughs> and he, But he said that he has a really nice overall game. He's got a little bit of everything. So good remarks from former South Carolina cornerback JC Horn. I think that's kind of what you see on film, and we're not getting like super into the film yet with his background, but – He's six foot, 188, has pretty good length. Athleticism's kind of all good all around. So he's a South Carolina kid, playing at the University of South Carolina, and he's coming off of a breakout year, obviously, in 2021. The one thing with, and it's cool that you got that tidbit from from Horn, the one thing that, I forget if you sent it to me or if I just happened to see it on my timeline, there were attempted comparisons to not the type of player, but rise in, potential rise in draft stock for Cam Smith and J.C. Horn. I don't yes. see that, and I remember watching no. some J.C. Horn to get a sense of him when you were talking so highly of him. He, he was a lot longer. He was a lot more aggressive. His mentality was very different, and he was a, a much better athlete. doesn't mean that Cam Smith's not good, no. but when J.C. Horn was projected as this mid-second-round pick that you were saying should be the first corner off the board... Mm-hmm. And he rose. I think that Cam Smith is more likely to stay in that sec- mid-second round, third round slotting. Yeah, I, I really, I, I 
really did like what how JC kind of phrased it to me, just because I think that I believed already the same thing that he said is that he's a good all around athlete, but I don't see anything special about him, right? Yeah. Like I think his long speed's good. I, I don't think there's gonna be issues there. I think his short area quickness might actually be better than JC. Like that's a close one in my opinion. Like there's, but one thing I really do like about Cam Smith's game, which I think is the best part of his game. Is that he is, has he has really good ball skills. Like I was just has, about to say that he has fantastic ball skills working down the field sideline. It looks like he has a former wide receiver background. I don't know yeah. how much wide receiver he played in high school, but he is very comfortable just with his ability to extend and keeping keeping good body positioning and you know kind of having that body control to work through contact a little bit. So that was the best part of his game. I just did not see anything special. I think he's going to be a good corner on the next level. I didn't see a great athlete. I saw a good athlete overall, and I hated his tackling. I hated the tackling, man, because he yeah he's he's an ankle biter. Like it's it scares me if I'm being honest. He reminds me of somebody too. And I who should I do the comp now or should yeah I do yeah, yeah do it do it do it. He's a little grabby down the fields. He reminds me not as good an athlete as this player, but I have similar concerns as the with the grabbiness down the fields. As I did with CJ Henderson coming out of Florida. Uh, if you remember, yeah. I was not a big CJ Henderson guy. I had like a second to third round grade on him just based on traits, because like stupid traits. The kid could run, he is long, all that good stuff, but he panicked a little bit down the field at times. And Cam does not panic at the catch points like a CJ Henderson does. But I think there was moments working vertically where there's just a little too much of a pull, man. Like he's just a little grabby down the field, which worries me a little bit on the next level. But overall, I liked Cam Smith. Good mm-hmm. football player. Just I didn't see tremendous upside with him. What did you watch the Clemson game? Yes. Yep. So you the the pick that I'm gonna refer to the in one the end that zone? He, no but did he also have one in the end zone? Or was it a pass breakup in the end zone? There was. It was a deep ball that was. It was uh, against number eighty, I think, for Clemson. I can't remember exactly. There was a ball over the middle of the field that he was tracking, and I thought that who, whichever receiver he was covering, was going to make the catch. But he extended, and he came down with that football. Like that was a pretty decently placed ball, but because of his ball skills, he was able to come down with it. But that—that's like the one thing for me. And you, you hit the nail on the head on his description. Quality athlete, not an elite one, but the ball yeah. skills, I think, is a, a huge redeeming quality for him that yes. you can make that argument for obviously top 100, maybe out, a little bit outside of the, I, the top 50. I, I like the length, though. I thought, I mean, is it as good as JC? We'll see. It's, I think it's, it's, it's close-ish, though. I mean, he's not as tall as JC, but like just the general arm length. Yeah. I mean, I saw the kid extend his arms and be able to, you know, break uh, close some windows and all that type of stuff. So I think he's got good length, good overall athlete. I think he's just going to be a good football player. But I mean, again, I think that it's gone a little too far as far as like people are generally comparing him as far as like his what his stock could be comparative to a, a JC Horn and like mm. I do not the same. see that. I do not see that at all. No. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to, to to do to Cam Smith and to to make that assertion that it's, he could rise that much. It's just I understand why it's a why it's a comp because I mean we just saw a kid literally two years ago from the same school make a make the transition right and and be a top you know number eight overall pick or whatever. So like I understand it, 
But just because he's also plays for South Carolina and he has dreads doesn't mean that he's JC Horn, right? right. That's that's just the just that's a little lazy in my opinion. Just a little bit. He's a good player though, but he's just he, I, I just don't see the upside of JC Horn. How shocking that other members of the media are lazy when making analysis and evaluation. You said it. You said it, not me. So shocking. Uh Cam Hart, yes. who close to home for both of us. Yep. Not literally, but because we're both Notre Dame fans, getting to watch Cam Hart. I was saying to you yesterday, I almost completely forgot that Cam Hart existed because he's not really the the big prospect that's brought up amongst the group. We've already talked about all of the big prospects, and then we've got one more other big prospect that we're going to talk about next week with Brandon Joseph. But Cam Hart, man, his size at over six foot two, he is freaking massive. Not as big as Keely Ringo, but he no. is a, a big, big freaking dude. Any background notes that you have on on Hart? Yeah, I mean, so he's not as he's not as heavy as Keeley, right? But I mean, he is a verified six two and a half with thirty two plus inch arms. So Cam Hart is a long, long cornerback for Notre Dame, and he is actually, according to NFS, the highest ranked player on Notre Dame right now because Michael My- Michael Mayer is only a junior, um, yeah. Isaiah Foskey is only a redshirt junior, and Brandon Joseph is only a redshirt junior. So they were all not graded. By NFS, so he was the highest graded player on this team returning. So the notes on him, Joe, former wide receiver. He was actually brought into Notre Dame as a very under-recruited kid out of the state of Maryland. He's from Good Counsel High School, which is a good football program in the state of Maryland. Brought in as a wide receiver. He played his whole freshman year wide receiver. He was going to make the transition to cornerback as a sophomore, and he did. But the issue was is that was that was the COVID year, so he missed the entire off. They missed the entire off season tr- making that transition. So he played in spurts in 2020 as a corner, but he didn't wasn't able to get a starting spot or anything because he just had limited reps in you know kind of the preseason and everything. So this past year was his breakout campaign. He let uh, I think he had two interceptions, nine pass breakups, 42 total tackles started 10 games out of the 13 total for Notre Dame. So had a very, very productive season, but he was not a, I mentioned this a little bit. He was not a highly recruited kid at all. He was the number 97 wide receiver rated by two, four, seven sports. So not a number 97 overall player, the number 97 wide receiver in his class coming out. So he was not a highly recruited kid came to Notre Dame as a wide receiver made the transition to cornerback and he was also just on Feldman's freak list when it came out yesterday. So uh-huh. he was, he, they said that on the freaks list, he has a 38 inch vert, 11 foot two broad jump, which wow. is pretty good. <laughs> it's, I mean, when I say pretty good, that's hyperbolic by saying that's in fantastic. Obi Mel and Fonwu esque. Yeah, man. And then he also had was timed at 21.7 miles per hour on the GPS this off season too. So kick and wow. run. Kid's explosive, and kid is super long, and he's still very new to the position, which gets me excited, personally. So the explosiveness, you definitely see that. He's obviously very, very big. I I will say, though, I I think he's a better athlete than Eli Ricks, but similar to Eli Ricks, he's a good athlete for his size. I don't think Uh he's an elite athlete amongst the group, but he's a good athlete, moves well for his size. The one thing that I... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. I didn't mean to cut No, the, the only thing I was going to say that my hang up with Cam Hart 
And the reason why I'm not willing, because a guy this big that's as explosive as you're talking about should be a first round pick. My hang up on him is the short area quickness, the inability to redirect. There were a couple reps where I watched of him where he had to cut and completely redirect to another direction. If he has to do that, he's almost dead on some of these plays. Like it takes him so long to transition to get out of his break because he is so long. And that happens with tall corners. And it, it's disheartening to see that these tall corners that fit that typical billing of cutting because it takes longer for taller guys to move. But that was just the, the big thing that I saw. I watched the Cincinnati game, a little bit of the Cincinnati game and the USC game. USC game was probably a mistake to watch because Drake London completely cooked the Notre Dame secondary. Um, well, he cooked he cooked uh, Clarence Lewis a lot more yes. than Cam Hart, but yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yep. But there were a couple of reps where where you know you saw the the mistakes that that he made. But the the redirecting part, which is something you can't have issues with as a corner, is is something that I, I'm a little hung up on. Yeah, so I'd say this: he's a very vertically oriented player. So I agree that the short area quickness isn't great. I. I my question, though, is because, again, he's a one-year starter at cornerback. I do think there's some false steps in his transitions at times. So my question is, is it going to be better this year than it was last year for our change of direction? I do think that when he sees things in front of him, he changes direction and gets downhill very quickly. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, though, as far as like laterally changing direction, right? Like that's more kind of a hiccup for him, in my opinion. Yeah, there because, was – I mean, there was one play, I don't mean to cut you off. There was one play yeah. I remember against USC where he sat in his zone and then he realized Drake London was his route was in between his zone and the guy, the safety behind him. Mm-hmm. And by the time he realized that, it took him like two seconds just to plant, cut, and then move up. And Drake London already made a catch and a 15-yard gain. Like that, that was where where I think epitomized that that lack of ability to cut. Okay. Well, let, let's go through the positives, Joe, and then we'll yes. circle back to the negatives. So yep. long, explosive. I think this kid's going to run four fours. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think many players are going just going to run past him, right? Like he's got that ability to turn and run, and he can fly. One of the better corners, and this is the most surprising thing for me, as far as being a younger player at the position. He is an aggressive player against the run, and he is incredibly physical yeah. against screens. Like he comes up like a bat out of hell against screens, and he makes a lot of nice plays in that department. The length is obvious. My biggest hang up with him actually is I don't think that he plays with great ball skills down the field, which is weird. Which right? is ironic because he's, he's a receiver. <laughs> right. I, I wish that he if he played the ball down the field like Cam Smith does then I would be slapping first-round grade on this kid and being like, yeah, you know, in the right really? system, that's a first-round player. Yeah, if, if he if he was better at playing the football down the field, absolutely. That is my biggest hang-up with Cam Hart because I think height, weight, speed, it's fantastic. And the progress he made as a first-year cornerback, at least a full-time starter last year, I thought gives you a lot of, lot of peek into what the upside is because he is not nearly a finished product despite being a fourth-year player this year. So – I'm excited to see that. I am in between with your take on the change of direction because I don't think that it's ever going to be fantastic because he is a long-legged kid, right? Like it's not going to be incredibly flexible kind of change of direction. But I think that there's just some technical areas from missteps with his footwork that may make it better. And it will be at least be solid enough in that department. So those are the things that I think need to be cleaned up. I'm excited about him though because – 
Notre Dame hasn't had this type of athlete no. corner ever. I mean, in my lifetime, I mean, Troy Pride was incredibly quick-footed and fast, but, like, he wasn't long. Like, he was, like, 5'11 in some change. You know, Julian Love was a really smart football player, but he wasn't long or explosive. Like, this is, like, I mean, you have to go back to, like, a Todd Light era of football to, like, get any corner that looks as anything like a guy like a Cam Hart does. So I think there's a lot of upside here, and he is very far from a finished product as it stands. I don't think it's a stretch to say, though, that Cam Hart – best serves playing in a, in a zone heavy scheme. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'd really like to ask him I, to play a lot I, of man I, and they, they run a lot of zone at Notre Dame. So we're kind of exposed do. to that. We don't get to see him play a man, but based on again, that lack of short area quickness, it's probably better that he plays in zone. Sort of. I, I actually think he would be a pretty good press man corner because I think as long as you press outside and have the ability to turn a run, like I, I don't think many guys will get on top of him. So as long as he's consistent with his ability at the line of scrimmage, I think he could be a nice press man corner. I think he could definitely play zone, like a cover three heavy scheme. Like, sure, absolutely, because he's got the speed and he's got the lo- length for that for that spot at all. Off man, I agree with you. Like, he's not going to be an ex- exceptional off man corner. It's just not going to be his thing. But I think in a press man system where he has the ability to use his, unlock his length at the line of scrimmage, I think he can do that stuff. I do. If we were to project, though, mm-hmm. where would you slot him? I think that I still stand by. Same thing with Cam Smith. Cam Hart is right outside of that top 50, late, early, late second, early third. I think it's realistic with those, with those deficiencies. I, th- I think right now I would say Cam Smith is a second or third round player. Similarly, I think that Cam Hart is a second-ish player because I think his traits are better than Cam Smith, and I think he will be drafted higher. I I think, though, that there is upside for Cam Hart to have a, more of a rise than a Cam Smith, though, because I think there's more untapped potential. I think there's just better overall athleticism. So he's the guy that I think could help himself the most this year, but I think Cam Smith is just a rock-solid day-two type of football player. Yeah, I think both these guys, it's not too much of a stretch. If It, it feels weird with this corner class that I, I like we've had two guys overall that have been mentioned as first rounders. And I wasn't as high on Clark Phillips as you were, but we, we really only have one guy who's, who's a first round clear cut guaranteed first round pick, which is so weird compared to the past few, few classes. Yeah, man. Now it's, 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 I think there's a decent amount of depth in the cornerback class, but I do not think right now that there's like those clear cut guys. I mean, even Keely Ringo is a little bit of a projection, right? I mean, like he's very extremely talented. I'm willing to bet on those traits, but I wouldn't say that he had first round tape last season. I would just say he had first round traits and then flashes of first round tape, right? So it's an interesting cornerback group. I was a little higher on Clark Phillips, obviously. You mentioned that already, but. We'll see how it all turns out, man. I, I The one thing that I'm, I'm missing from this class a little bit, and I don't know if you agree with this, Joe, is that Haley Ringo has great traits. I think Cam Hart has great traits. The other corners we've watched, there's not like outstanding no. physical traits, right? Like, and So I think notable. there's more just good football players than potentially re- like great type of players in this class. We're going to share our rankings for the corner class on our next episode on Friday. So make sure you tune in for that. That is going to be it for our last corner scouting report show. We've got one more position group as well coming next week. Make sure you're subscribed at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft and at NFL Prospects Pod. Talk to you later, folks. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.